Welcome to Cigars Daily Live, coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Happy Easter weekend. I hope you've had a great weekend. And now it's time to cap it off. My voice cracked there. Uh, cap it off. <laughs> I pointed it out before they could. Uh, now it's time to cap off the week. Now we're going to cap it off with some cigars, some good solid cigar talk, and the most important thing tonight, and see how much deeper it is now. When I talk like this, oh, sound like I'm hosting a radio show tonight. We're talking about the Easter's most excellent cigar picks. That's the one you went with. I, you know, <laughs> sat at my desk for about 15 minutes with like excellent and, you know, Easter tastic and like a bunch of words. that I was just like, damn it. But what I really want to do tonight is take you guys through some great Easter cigar, really more like sort of springtime this time of the year cigar recommendations, some stuff that's like really good. And we'll walk through sort of like what I look for this time of year, what I recommend this time of year. And even we'll hear from you guys too. Of course, my name is Tim. I'm the host of this show, but all of you watching at home, you're the co-host. So your comments will drive this episode down the road. Keep posting them throughout the show. We will take them and we will read them as you write them. So <laughs> just take a quick glance at it before you post it because we a can little be spell a little... check, a little grammar check, yeah. you know, just make sure. Yeah, everything... yeah, yeah. I'm not the I'm not the smartest guy, so I may read it wrong anyway. We're not least. we're not asking for MLA format, APA, just <laughs> make sure it makes sense. Just and, and just of course sure it makes sense. Helping me with this show behind the camera is Dust in the Wind and Terrence. No nickname is Triple T. It's not Triple T. T. It's I, not Triple T. I don't know if it should be. It, it should not be Triple T. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Terrence is going to be okay with his nickname. If you watched the show last week or you watched the after party, you know what Triple T is, and it's not good. Let's just say he can get hired at Balenciaga. That's all I know. <laughs> wow. All right. Was. <laughs> be, you are Balenciaga. Um, I want to take some comments from the people who are fine people who are watching and we've got a bit of an abridged version of the show tonight. It is Easter. The people in this room do have families and stuff like that, I guess. Boom. So, uh, we'll be hanging here, but let's kick it off with, uh, some comments right here. The first one is from Terry McGurkin. Happy Gherkin. Easter to all CDN and to all a good night. Yes. A wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, happy oh, Easter. Oh, oh. Uh, did you guys have a good day, by the way? Did you guys have a good Easter Sunday? It was great. Yeah, I actually bought a, a new drone, and I was flying around the yard filming my nieces and nephews. And I got really close to one of my nephews, and he just tried to bat it down. And he sliced <laughs> the heck out of his hand, which kind of made me a little happy because it's like, don't be batting my drone out of the air. You know, you and hopefully he, taught, he got taught a lesson. If there's one thing my dad always taught me, it was not to hit drones. You know, <laughs> back in, the, back the, in the early 90s, it was a big thing. Don't slap the drones. It's something all kids should know. Of course. The kind of crap that you could have never counted on when we were kids. Well, that's what, so that's good. And Terrence, about you, Terrence? how about you? Uh, I did an adult Easter egg hunt, got a couple Ooh. free shots of some buzz balls and a couple dollars and some scratchers. So I'm chilling. Yeah. You didn't hunt for cigars? 
No, I didn't hunt for we cigars. Had, we Did had you two say little hunt for cigars yeah, we or had hump for cigars? Both. I'll Why do not? both of them if I need to. <laughs> I would do either. We had these two little old ladies come in the shop on Thursday, and they had no idea yes. what they were doing. Oh, I wanted to talk about this. Yes. Yeah, tell the story. Tell the story, yeah, yeah. please. They, they basically wanted to buy a bunch of cigars so they could hide them around like Easter eggs for their husbands, which I thought was a fantastic idea. Such and we should have done that here. Such a great yeah. idea. Okay. I thought okay. I thought honestly about how we could do something like that for the show tonight. And but no, it was technical. It was too much of a technical issue. But what a cool idea. An Easter cigar hunt. Yeah. And uh, way better than an Easter egg hunt. Eggs are the weirdest damn thing to like go looking for anyway. Or they were for all of time up until now. And now if you find an egg, you're like, ah, oh, sweet, 20 bucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to get some more comments from people who are watching. This one is from Big Chief. Five dollar super, super chat. Thank you for the super chat. What is the best cigar to smoke after giving the missus the business? You shouldn't give your business to your wife. You should run it like a responsible adult and then sell it for Wait, you got sale. your wife an LLC? That's sick. That's so nice. <laughs> sick. Did you transfer it fully to Wait, her you name? have to have an LLC for an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, feet picture are intellectual property. It really depends on the person. I mean, for some of us, it's going to be a cigarillo. Some for some of us, uh, it's gonna be like an April Fool's night. I mean, legitimately, like it depends on the scenario. I think that I, cigars are very situational, and we're gonna talk about that tonight as we talk about some of the best Easter cigars. Um, but I'm trying to think of like a really good witty one right now. Well, I would smoke an espada because espada means sword and sword stab. All right, Karen's, do you got a good one? Uh, my go-to post-business transaction cigar. Is <laughs> money being exchanged? <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to be like that. Karen's is uh, like something affordable because I just spent a lot of money. <laughs> Rico Barato. Oh, yeah. El Rey de Mundo. There we go. <laughs> Had to I'm, throw trying, it in. I'm like running through the humidor in my mind. Uh, maybe a flathead. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. I don't know. Does not anybody else have that medical condition? All right, let's, just move on. <laughs> let's just move on from that comment right there. Uh, there's lots of good cigars. What is your favorite cigar? Depends, I guess, on how good the sex is. All right, let's get another comment. Here comes the next one from Mike Bear. Thank you. Thank you very much for the super chat. We appreciate it, man. Spoken like Helen Keller. All right. Keep dropping your guys' comments and questions. There's plenty to talk about. Texas Taurus is on. Anybody drinking Bud Light tonight? Hey. I know Kid Rock's not. So <laughs> yeah, neither is Travis Trey. This week was a hell. I mean, just I, I got to say this. We don't usually hit like the, the current events and the hot topics and the bit it, bit it, bit it, bit it. Here's what's going on. <laughs> but this right here, this Bud Light thing was the most sensational marketing fail I have ever even heard of. Yeah. And I mean, people so unanimously hated it that, I mean, it, it was head scratcher. And apparently somebody told me this. I, I don't know if this is for sure that, that Bud Light essentially came out and was like, well, our marketing department unilaterally did this without telling anyone. And uh, crap, it tanked our, you know, value by 80% or some garbage like that, which is, which is the general blaming the troops. And that's a really cowardly thing to do if that's how it went down. But I'll tell you guys this, I have enjoyed watching it so much. <laughs> I don't drink a lot of Bud Light. I, I, Bud Light's like, if it's all there is, and even, and now it's, 
I, it's not all there is. There's going to be something else. They'll find something. I kind of want to just take, because I'm going to Country Thunder soon, and mm. there's a certain demographic of folks that go to Country Thunder. Mm. I want to just only drink Bud Light while I'm there and kind of see what the reaction will be. I mean, be you have long me. hair, and they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, he looks like the type to drink Bud Light. What you need to do is wear a, a body-fitting evening gown oh. with a Bud Light t-shirt over it. <laughs> Sexy. All right. Here we go. Let's keep going. Here Get some more comments. Go. And uh, yes, I'm drinking Bud Light, by the way. It's what's in this <laughs> Shout out Anheuser-Busch. We love you guys. We want to sponsor. Out, uh, sponsor <laughs> us. We got a lot more lawyers than we do. Landon Wheelwright says, Happy Easter, all. I'm enjoying my first Maduro. Yes. A Perdomo Habano bourbon barrel aged. Wow. What a perfect spelling of that cigar's name. Nice Landon. job sat and read his comment what an incredible cigar Agreed. yes so this is so crazy about cigars people get into cigars we, we typically start with stuff mild that's probably eight or nine out of ten smokers start very mild with a connecticut something infused and then we all kind of like dip our toes in the water of like the, the spicy corojo wrapper or something Ooh. like like a maduro and i i'm amazed at how much of the time people light up a maduro and they're like oh this is really good oh my <laughs> goodness like Billy, who does the show, Billy the Kid, he does like, he does not like pepper or spice. So he stayed away from a lot of darker cigars. And now he's lighting up stuff that just like blows his mind. Super powerful stuff. Like one of the cigars that we're going to talk about tonight as we talk about the uh, perfect Easter cigar, really the perfect spring cigar this It'd time be of year. Excellent. Yeah, I get, oh, I get, I, it, it, you know what? I, I got to be completely honest with you guys. People ask me like, what's the best cigar for Christmas? What's the best cigar for Easter? What's the best cigar for after you give the misses the business? And that's such an abs like absurd <laughs> question to me because like, unless there's a cigar called business time, which would just be perfect and maybe. Or the Monica, you're something like that. Yeah, you know? the Monica. I just, I know there's one in the humidor that's perfect for that. Dang it. So I might permit Superfly. Or the McFly. Ooh, that would be a great thing. Yeah. For business. yeah. Watch yourself some uh, Back to the Future. Night just gets, keeps getting better. Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, it so drives me nuts. That's the perfect date, not the perfect cigar for that's, after that's the exactly date. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I would say, you know, uh, yeah, it's a perfect cigar for sort of the time of year. I was just ragging on somebody's comment. Now I forgot what I was talking about. All right, let's keep moving. Give me another comment there, Dustin. This one's from Edgar J. I'm here for the OnlyFans live stream. <laughs> I guess that's the after party. <laughs> yeah, Plus. you got to sign into Cigars Daily Plus for that after party content. All right, keep cruising. Eric Sparks. Tim retired yesterday. No, he's still right here. <laughs> <laughs> From 29 years in law enforcement, going to celebrate with a Blackbird Coco. Coco. Not the typical celebration cigar. What would you recommend for a retirement cigar? Congratulations. Congratulations. Yep. Thank also you for your service, sir. 29, retired yesterday. And I got to say, 29 years in law enforcement, it seems like those last two days, from I mean, from a lifetime of watching movies, those last two days are typically the most <laughs> treacherous. So the fact that you retired yesterday, that's really, if you said, I'm going to retire in two days, I would say just quit now. Just yeah, don't, don't tell anybody when your retirement is. If you're, <laughs> I was two days from retirement. <laughs> Um, let's see. Now I, I gotta be honest with you. If somebody asked me like, what's a retirement cigar? The Blackbird Cuckoo would never be the cigar that comes out of my mouth. And nope. not because I don't like that cigar. In fact, I think it outside of the Corot, it's probably my favorite Blackbird cigar. Uh, but for a retirement cigar from, in my mind, that's when you pull out all the stops. That's when you go to the top tier and, and like some of the really high end, really expensive, really nice refined stuff. 
like the, and, and and this is my typical like special occasion list it's padron 1926 it's mm -hmm. the 64 it's the alma fuerte from placencia yes 1502's xo and mm -hmm. their 10th anniversary is spectacularly good uh milanio from oliva that's another great cigar there's a number of these and these guys will target these blends and like again you go from what you typically smoke the the cocoa, which is like an eight dollar <laughs> cigar you take that one all the way up and if you're going to retire you're going to smoke maybe a 20 30 40 50 cigar the question remains is it really that much better is a 40 dollar cigar five times better than an eight dollar cigar and the answer is always no but that's really not a fair way to look at it in luxury lifestyle, when you think about a special occasion, you think about that special cigar that you're going to get it. It goes the same with cigars as it does with scotch and whiskey. You literally pay the bulk of what you pay on a high-end cigar for that basically that last 10% of refinement, that last edge of smoothness in the flavor, that last little bit of like seriously awesome flavor that grips your palate and takes you through it's the difference between you know mccallan and the mccallan 12 year and the 18 years not as good as the 12 year but like i've been i've been stuck on for scotch on duncan taylor and i'll tell you the difference between yeah this is a 12 year bottle that somebody got me a 12 year bottle of duncan taylor right there and the difference that that one's the most intense like the difference between the 12 and 18 year is really pretty it's a there's a cavern of difference between the two but usually what you're finding in that special occasion cigar is that little extra edge of refinement where you don't fight you it's impossible to find the kind of imperfections that would normally make a like a cigar good if only like this cigar is so good there's a little bit of a bite at the end but i love everything else about it you're looking for that cigar that you've paid more for it but it's like man i just can't find anything wrong with the damn thing so those are some of my recommendations at least okay i want to keep getting your guys cigar comments and questions thank you i was going to keep going but then i wanted some of my cigars <laughs> I, was like, I got distracted no transition terrence mcgurk terry mcgurk says terrence What's with the hair? Uh, so Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is braided, so I look like I have two little shrimps on the back of my head. I'm just getting it off my face for a little bit. So yeah, I'll probably take it down tonight. Is it shrimps or is it shrimp? So I, I'm from the south, from Memphis, Memphis raised, and I say scrimps. So I know I was going to get made fun of it, so I just say shrimps. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Okay, let's get another. <laughs> What's with your hair, Tim? My hair. <laughs> My hair is called, I, I need to shave probably tonight because I don't like it when I'm scruffy. Old dog 401. Yeah. Uh, good evening, all. I am enjoying a Mubstra de Saka. Mubstra. Mubstra. A Muestra de Saka purchased after last week's show with Mr. Saka. It's the first time, first time stick and enjoying immensely. By the way, Moistre de Saka, the Paladin de Saka, the Me Kitty, the Black, all also very good special occasion cigars. And on a day like yes. Easter, if Easter is a really special day, I think those cigars work really, really well. The one I want to do, I want to do another review on is the Unicorn. But I've been told by somebody whose last name is Saka and her first name is Cindy. She's married to Steve. She's a wonderful lady. She said that uh, the unicorns are going to be pretty rare this year. Okay. So I, I don't have any in my humidor right now, and I, I have them on back order. I don't know when they'll come in. Really looking forward to that. <laughs> Tim Brown says, Tim, be like, new baby, Placencia. 
Lost a family member? Placencia. <laughs> Got a promotion? Placencia. <laughs> Couldn't remember where you set your keys? Placencia. <laughs> one of the seven days of the week? Placencia. <laughs> one of my favorite comments in a long time. No, this is, this, this that's is hitting the nail on the head several times. That's a, that's a very good comment, and you're absolutely right. And and tonight we're talking about the best cigar recommendations, and you better believe there's a Placencia in there. Just to be clear. I've said this many times about Placencia. It's the one brand in my humidor that I would I would have in there, even if no one wanted it. Like even if people hated Placencia and didn't want to like smoke them, I would have them in there just because I like them. So yeah, they get a lot of they get a lot further down the road with me for a lot less than a lot of other brands do. Okay, I want to keep coming back. Yeah, go for it. You had it. Jeff Vuiner uh, says the Woody would be a great retirement cigar. In what way? In the way that it takes as long to smoke the woody as it did to earn your retirement, <laughs> I think. I, yeah. As a guy who smoked it on a rather, random Saturday afternoon, I get it. You made it far, far more, or far farther than I did. I still had like five inches left, and you if smoked you, it down to a numb. If you hit retirement yeah. and you start smoking the woody, you have to also consider how much more life you have left. You've just <laughs> worked most of your life, and now you only have so much time left. Yeah, smoking a Woody is a. Is That's a hell actually of a the second. Two people said that the Woody would Woody. be perfect. Yeah, you'll have all the time now. Oh, and especially with the weather right now, actually, it's it's, it's Woody time. Yeah. It's woody, it's woody time. Is that what you say before you give the business? You know what? That's the, <laughs> no. that's the cigar for after business. <laughs> yeah. It's the woody. The woody after business. 20 seconds followed by five sweet long hours. <laughs> and a lot of crying. <laughs> and a lot of crying <laughs> on, on both accounts. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. I want to jump into a segment we do every week on this show called the Cigars Daily Nation Pick of the Week. So we take these from the Cigars Daily Nation fa Facebook group. Usually I'm looking for somebody who did something fun or stupid that I can make fun of. But this this time I wanted to take you guys through something a little bit educational, something that you could learn a little bit from specifically because I got this same question on the phone the other day here at the Cigars Daily HQ. Somebody called in and they were like, well, I just found something I don't understand. So take a look at this picture right here. This one is from Corey G. If you're just getting into cigars, this is eventually going to happen to you. He says, I've never seen this before. What is the green spots? Now, you guys were picking on his grammar, which is not good because it should be what are the green spots. We all get. <laughs> but English is a dying language anyway. Children are literally offended if you put punctuation into text anymore. Yeah, I'm going to be learning Mandarin pretty soon. You know, bing chilling, <laughs> bing chilling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cigars Daily Live. Ching, ching, ching. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're going to see these green spots pop up from time to time, and here's what I want you to know about them. They're normal, okay? There's a few things that can happen on the wrapper leaf of a cigar, and only like a limited number of them are actually things to be concerned about. If you get a cigar that looks like it's in good shape and you see something on the cigar that looks like it's sitting on top of it, like it's growing on it, like it could be mold or what people call plume, then that's mold. And it does grow regularly on cigars. It's something that's not a terrible issue. Most people just wipe it off. Sometimes you get like little white spots, little light colored spots that are almost perfectly round or oval shaped. Those can be water spots that, that end up sitting on a leaf and they just cause it to miscolor a little bit. This right here looks to me like chlorophyll. So when they take these leaves off the plant in the field, the leaves are huge. They're like, let me move over here. The leaves are about this big. They're very, very big leaves. And they pluck them off and they put them into a bunch of leaves together called a hand. 
And then they hang those from a ceiling in a curing barn. You may have seen pictures of these barns before uh, where there's just leaves hanging from the ceiling. The whole purpose of these curing barns is to turn the leaf from green to brown as evenly as you can. But it doesn't always go perfect. And so sometimes you end up with some filler leaf that doesn't look very good. Every once in a while you get a, you get a cigar like this has a little spot of green in it. And uh, it's just a little bit of chlorophyll. You can smoke right through that and it won't it won't disturb the flavor or the experience or the burn or anything like that. It's perfectly fine. And I wanted to bring this up because it's on the uh, the Illusion Singulare, which is my cigar of the year. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so not far. So far. I'm not talking about it right now oh, because sorry, sorry. I literally I I I like seems like I pretty much cleaned them out or at least after they released it. <laughs> I don't have stockers because of you again. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ooh. that's uh, yeah, no, probably, but like they're like, yeah, we, we won't be able to get any to your humidor for you know, like a week and a half. And I was like, oh my gosh, because what I was trying to get a hold of was a lot. Um, anyway, I wanted to cover this cigar, but also let you know when you take a look at the cigars in your humidor, because it's one of the best things before you light up, you look at the cigar, you touch it, you feel, are there any hard spots here? Give the wrapper a good once over, and you'll see these little spots. A hole in the side of, of the cigar is a concern, and things that you can wipe off are a concern. Everything else is probably some sort of, you know, darkness on a Maduro wrapper that happens when it's processed or a green spot like that. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into another comment here. P. Stanley, what is yellow cello? I like the way you read that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very Welcome white back style. to your Sunday fun day with Tim. Yellow cello. People talk about yellow cello a lot because it is one of the coveted things in the cigar world. I don't even have yellow cello within reach. I've, I got a little bit. It's a little bit. You, got, you got a little bit? Anyway, yeah, I don't know if the camera will be able to see it. So here's the deal. When you take a cigar... It's a little yep. browner. <clears throat> when you take a cigar and you put it into a cellophane wrapper like this one, so this is a, uh, yeah, this is a selfie. This is the plastic that it comes in. The cigar has got, you know, nicotine in it. It's made of tobacco. And so in the, and on the outside of the cigar are the oils from that tobacco. Now, the longer it sits inside the cellophane, which is a porous material that will breathe, the cellophane itself will breathe and allow moisture to, to go in and out very slowly. It will, it will capture some of those oils from the cigar and eventually those will bleed or uh, they'll bleed their way through the cellophane and the cellophane will start to turn yellow. And what that indicates is that your cigar has been in the cellophane for a long period of time. <clears throat> a lot of people get excited about this. They're like, oh man, that yellow cello is so nice. Ooh, it's so good. That voice? <laughs> that's, how, that's my imitation of a cigar smoker who just ah. automatically assumes yellow cello is good. Here's the thing though. Yellow cello means the cigar has been in the cellophane for a long time. That doesn't mean that it's been well cared for the whole time. Ooh. So if that cigar got dry or just sat around for a while, it may not be a good cigar, but it typically, I mean, typically when you see yellow cello, it's a sign that it's got maybe a couple of years of age on it. And the mm -hmm. thing is going to be in a sweet spot for you to really enjoy a very smooth flavor. So I hope that that helps a little bit. Or Perdomo champagne that is ready to smoke off the show. Somebody commented that. Yeah. 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 Perdomo champagne. Yeah. And those are artificially yellowed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Anyway, I don't know why the Bud Light thing just popped into my head when I said artificially <laughs> colored. G-Rod says, stoked. First live show, bro. Thank you. Welcome, bro. Welcome, brother. Yo, dude, sick. G-Rod in the house. Hey, man, we're glad. G-Rod, Welcome to our online cigar lounge where we make fun of people in a way that they can't really respond to because we can just choose to not take the comments. 
Keep dropping your guys' comments and questions down below. Rob McFadden says, hey, Tim, fairly new smoker and do not like a lot of pepper nuts. Are there any sticks that do not heat up at the final third? Ooh, this is a fantastic one. Okay, so heat in the final third. And in my reviews, I talk about this. A really well-constructed cigar won't get a lot of heat in the final third, and it's something you have at least a little bit of control over depending on how fast you smoke the thing. Lots of cigars out there have no pepper notes at all. And I would say look for wrapper leaves. If you don't like pepper notes, stick with, you know, your Connecticut, your Sumatra, like not a dark Sumatra, lighter Sumatras, Cameroon wrappers. The majority of Habanos, in my opinion, don't have a lot of spice with them or pepper. Um, but as you get into like Corojo, those can be spicy or peppery, mm -hmm. uh, Mexican San Andreas can be, and broadleaf can be. So you just kind of watch out for that. Uh, but heating up in the final third, smoke a little slower, but also there was something that Robert Holt once told me about a cigar. He said, if you take a Southern draw cigar and you hold it right below the burn, it will not be hot. Really? And I was like, actually, huh. I can attest to this right now. I'm holding, you're smoking a Southern draw right there, Southern right? Draw, uh, Manzanita. Yep. And I'm holding it right here. Not hot right under the burn. Not Dustin, hot. what are you smoking? So my the my father, La Promesa, is pretty hot right below It's pretty the burn. hot right yeah. below? Okay. Well, and yeah, mine started heating up as I was holding it, but I could hold it for about 10 seconds. So the cigar that I'm holding right now, we're going to have to actually keep, we're going to have to keep cruising because we're, this cigar is part of the lineup for tonight's episode. But uh, make sure you guys check it out on cigarsdailyplus.com. By the way, there's a super secret code. I've been terrible at this episode about this. <laughs> the super secret code is Easter 20. Check it out on cigarsdailyplus.com. We're going to talk about some cigars that are perfect for this time of year, perfect for perfect for this season. And, and that's what I really want to take you guys into right now. Keep posting your cigar comments and questions. Dustin's got full authority to interrupt me, uh, but we're going to go to Cigars Daily Plus in a little bit for the after party, but it's where you can learn more about the super secret code and some of my top picks for cigars for right around Easter time. And so that's what I want to take you guys into right now. Before we dive into that, our, our first time watcher, there's a few comments about that. Mm -hmm. First live, first live Rose. <laughs> 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 Texas Torres says they can only defend themselves with a super chat. That's true. And then I guess the way That's we were true. talking in that way, it's just like America. It costs money to defend yourself. Pete, Mr. P uh, B hops says party time. Excellent. Wayne's world. Yeah. I like that. Uh, okay. So I want to take you guys into this Terrence. You can get the first one there. Boop. Let's bring up our friend. This is oh. the Easter bunny. What's his name? uh easter charles. bunny charles <laughs> he just charles and easter bunny so like he, not unique he looked like the most like worried easter bunny that i could find in my yeah, that's stocking the one that, that got off a shift from the mall and was like man the kids yeah he's just like <laughs> i gotta go home and take a zoloft anyway uh he looks very concerned but he's gonna hang with us the first thing i want to do is i want to outline for you guys some of what makes a really good easter or springtime sort of cigar in my opinion Ooh, that should have had a stroke around it. Sorry. A good Easter cigar. So should I. So there's a few, <laughs> there's a few things about a good, a, a good cigar for this time of year. And again, it really is about sort of springtime. You know, it's it, at least in Arizona. I don't know how it is everywhere else. It's probably still freezing cold. But in Arizona, it's really just been this last week. It's been consistently warm where you can go sit outside and really enjoy a cigar any mm -hmm. time of the day, any day of the week. And now it'll start to warm up. But so for this sort of season of the year, and especially for a special day like Easter, there's a few things I look for. The first one right here uh, has bright flavors. Mm -hmm. So all kinds of different flavor profiles, strengths and, and wrappers will work for this time of year for me. Like I'm smoking this very, very dark cigar right now. 
But at the same time, I want those flavor notes to be really, really bright, typically bright. And I would go ahead even as far as to call them cheery notes. Like like when you're drinking a Bud Light. Like when you're drinking a Bud Light. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Let's just like when you're drinking a Bud Light. Has really brilliant flavor. And we can talk more about what that means as we hit some of the recommendations. It should also be. It's okay. Just you get. Yep. The second. Yep. Okay. My good. bad. My bad. My works, bad. My bad. Works for the season. Like there's. It's, this is one of my, in fact, speaking of Bud Light, I talk about this from time to time. I used to brew beer in college and, you know, up until I stopped drinking beer to lose weight. Uh, but there was this beer snobby snob guy that wrote a book and he talks about this in his book. He says people are always trying to get him to rag on Bud Light, which he used to not do. And uh, and he said, you know, he said, I think beer is very seasonal. Like he said, if I'm stuck in a pub in the dead of winter in the UK, then I want like a stout, like a really bold, strong stout. But if I'm sitting, you know, behind, you know, home home plate at a Yankees game in July in America, then a Bud Light is the only drink to drink. Now, he might think a little differently about that today. I have no idea. But it's <laughs> a cigar that works for the season and really for you. So this time of year, some people are picking up brighter brighter cigars with lighter wrappers, but we'll make some recommendations of all strengths during this video. The next thing is you're looking for a cigar that's made by a master, a brand oh, that you've come to know and trust. Like this is not the time, like especially Easter Sunday is not the day that I light up the cigar by, you know, Don don Cheadle, you know don Cheadle cigars or whoever like don whatever cigars that i've never heard of before that might be hit or miss i'm always looking during this time of year and a special day for a cigar maker that i know and trust and that's some of what we're going to talk about tonight okay. and then the last thing is it's got to be a cigar that pairs perfectly with your palate so i've got seven recommendations here it is easter so i picked seven because it seemed like an appropriate number it's the number of completion for our lord and savior there we go and so i'm going to take you guys through each of these so we're going to start very light very mild with something very bright and that is espinosa's la raña reserva okay so this is my first one and dustin you keep pulling those comments you guys post the comments at home but the Lorania Reserve is actual the one I set aside here for the rest of the show. This is a uh, cigar that features Brazilian leaf and does Ooh. an outstanding job of it. Really nice, very vibrant and brilliant citrus notes in this. A cigar mm -hmm. with a nice sweetness on it with that Brazilian wrapper. And the whole Lorania line is really good. But this is the one that this time of year, I'm pulling out the Lorania specifically in the Corona size. And again, I'll tell you guys, make sure you check these out with the super secret code on Cigars Daily Plus, uh, because there's a code Easter 20. You guys can learn more about these cigars and like what all comes with them and find yourself a great cigar that pairs with this time of year. It's okay, an let's excellent deal, man. It's an excellent deal. Thank you. I appreciate that, Terrence. Uh, I'd be a Don, I'd smoke a John Don Cheadle cigar. That's all, folks. Scott is immediately on. Allison says, hey, y'all. Hey, Allison. Hello. Okay, let's keep cruising. Get me the next one right here all right after that hi easter bunny the next cigar that i picked is the agonorsa leaf rare leaf reserve so this is a cigar that features agonorsa leaves i believe it's corojo wrapper they also are very proud of their uh, corojo 99 and criollo 98 leaves that they use in a lot of their blends this cigar right here is just outstanding balance it's mm -hmm. it's like mild to medium in terms of strength but has a little bit of what I find to be that extra refinement that you typically find in that $20 cigar for a cigar that sits at a, at a much lower price range. So Agony Orso Rarely Reserve, again, that's a cigar that they release one a year, once a year for most shops and then a limited number of shops, the really special ones, the one that Agony Orso really like, 
get to have it all year round. So that's very special. So look for that at your local brick and mortar shop. That's a cigar I recommend to a lot of people. <clears throat> David S. Wait, David S. S. Wouldn't the perfect Easter cigar be the year of the rabbit? I, uh, I mean, Dustin, did you pick that comment? Cause you're like, he's making a good point. Uh, he is making a good point, but we don't have very many. We've okay. got what? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but, I'm not talking about the year of the rabbit here. <laughs> I'm talking about these cigars. I'm talking about one. these cigars. No, the year. No, it wouldn't be the year of the rabbit. Hey, at Easter, least we're not talking about the egg either. No, we're not talking about Drew Estate's egg. Something that I thought about while I was doing this. Thank God I don't have to smoke the egg. Today. <laughs> that cigar is a hell of a novelty cigar, and the year the Easter is the day of the rabbit. That's true. Yeah. All right. So there, boom. No, smoke. You, you shut it down. Nice job. Shut you down. Suck it. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean that. You know, All let's right. just talk about this next cigar. <laughs> the next one is Southern Draws Manzanita. Okay. The Manzanita. And by the way, I have not had the Year oh. of the Rabbit, so I don't even know if it would pair well. David's right. David is right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Now they're all teaming up on us in the comments. What about the Year of the Rabbit? From Edgar J. I'd rather have Year of the Duck. Uh, it's definitely the egg. It's definitely the egg. Appreciate it. I picked the Manzanita here because, again, this... Uh, Again, for me, it's less about like, and, and I hear it, like you're the rabbit, the egg from Drew Estate. These are all very like novelty-based idea. It would be the same as if you literally gave your wife the business and then went and smoked a Woody. Like it's it's simply, it's not even ironic. It's just, you know, kind of kitschy. And what I'm looking for are cigars that really ignite my palate for this time mm. of year. It's a, you know, imagine this. It's a beautiful, perfect, sunny day. Maybe it's the afternoon. You get home from work. The sun is setting. The sunset is beautiful. What cigar is just going to land just right? And the Manzanita is one of those for me. Medium-bodied cigar with some really, really vibrant flavor. I don't even remember what the notes are from when I reviewed this cigar. But I, but I remember what I remember about this cigar is that I loved it because every time I walk past it, like my mouth waters a little bit. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Oh. If I if I light one of those up, Dustin's gonna have a stock error. He's gonna be mad at me and he's gonna be sad. But yeah, this is a great cigar. Great cigar quick, for this time of year. Quick little short review. I'm getting a lot of wood and some some like creamy coffee, and it's a very, very like creamy smoke texture to it. So it just coats the a mouth creamy. and it's just really, really like palatable for me. Things you can say about your cigar, but not your wife. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's going to be a comment craze. <laughs> oh that would be a great that would be a money craze. Okay, let's uh let's grab the next yep. Tim, you love the egg from Ben Crest. <laughs> Tim, come on. You come on. It. Admit it, bro. Dude, that's a cigar that cigar is impossible to smoke because when you get to the middle, you're literally drawing through like a hundred and thirty ring gauge space. It's impossible to keep it lit or burning it. You know what? I don't even bitch about it. Here we go. Jeff Kirby says, "Watching this in the bathtub because you only live once." So we need to get a bathtub here in the studio so I can run comments from the bathtub, and then when something horrible is said, I can just throw the laptop in the tub. Just drop it in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then it my question is, then when it... do you start your OnlyFans? That's right. That's exactly right. That's not when you want to watch in the bathtub. You get a little messy. So Christopher Atneal says, what's the best <laughs> cigar for a sinus infection? <laughs> um, I, I mean, if I'm being honest with you, if I get a sinus infection, I stop smoking for a couple, two or three days and get over it so I can go back to enjoying cigars. If you have a sinus infection, you probably not be able to get everything out of your cigars. But if you insist, maybe a filthy Viking. 
There we go. There we <laughs> I go. mean, at that point, if you're going to be that obstinate about it, I'm just going to recommend what I think you should smoke. No, I, a lot of these cigars tonight, again, and it, and when I had when I got sick back when I used to smoke cigarettes, I'd go to menthols. But there's nothing in cigars that are even remotely similar to a menthol. All right, give me the next one. Right here. This is the one that, uh, Terrence, are you smoking this one? No, 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 that is uh, Dustin. Dustin is smoking. My father, La Promesa, this one is uses a Habano Rosado wrapper, a wrapper with a little bit of a reddish hue to it to just produce this incredibly beautiful and also very creamy, vivid flavor profile. Of all the cigars that my father has released in the past probably five years, I think this is my number one favorite. Uh, and a great Same. Yeah, medium, perfect, like perfectly down the middle of the road, medium strength, but enough complexity that like medium strength cigars usually don't grip the industry. Like people aren't like, oh, a medium strength cigar, like Connecticut's and Maduro's do always do the best. Mm -hmm. But this cigar right here has just got a lot of complexity that makes it really good. All right. The next one. Oh, yeah. Lee H. Thanks for the super chat. Rate these two cigars and which one you would choose. Macanudo Inspirado Green Cigar or... Caldwell, the King is Dead, Escape Plant Cigar. Two very Thanks. different cigars. Yeah. I don't know. Because that Macanudo Inspirado Green is a very interesting cigar. And I forget what kind of wrapper it has. It's either a Cameroon or a Brazilian Araparaca wrapper. And, uh, and it's a good cigar when I get them that burn really well. And the Escape Plan was good. It was a very good limited release. But I always lean toward regular production stuff. Limited release stuff drives me crazy. So, you know, I like that nice, complex flavor profile of the escape plan. But if it was me any day of the week, I'd go with the green because if I love it, I can get it again. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I'm, OK, I'm pulling this comment just because of this person's name. And I know you'll appreciate this. Homestar Runner. Oh, you made it. Aww. Fantastic. You're 20 <laughs> years late to the show. Uh, Tim, <laughs> do you allow chess or backgammon in the lounge? No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, why not? <laughs> absolutely not. Not for any at any time for any reason. I'm, cu I'm curious about this. Homestar Runner, drop another comment. Have you been in a lounge where they don't allow these things? <laughs> I couldn't imagine the lounge you go into where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what is that? A chessboard? Get that chessboard out, out, out of here. <laughs> this we is use... not the Queen's Gambit. You are not allowed to do that near. <laughs> we use Ouija boards in this lounge, you <laughs> son of a bitch. We no. only play Uno, no. Draw four. Right. <laughs> draw four. You rat bastard. Of course. Of course you can play those. Uh, so Mike Rimmer says that bunny looks like Tim owes him money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring him back up. Yep, there he is. <laughs> Where's my money, bitch? Uh, <laughs> all right, so we just did La Promesa. We got two more of these to do, and I want to keep getting your guys' comments. We're going to go to the after party in a few minutes. Make sure that you guys use the super secret code for tonight's episode. Yeah, I'm going all over the place, Terrence. It is all good. Terrence my fingers really hard real to keep good up. today. These are cigars that this time of year I'm looking to light up. We're going to start moving into some of the bolder stuff, but learn more about these on CigarsDailyPlus.com. Uh, use a super secret code Easter20 to learn even more about some spectacular blends for this time of year. Now, I like I said, I really like bright flavors. He responded. Oh, never been to a lounge, but do enjoy some backgammon. Okay. All right. Come play it here. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come. Sure. Why not? Okay. If Good. you teach me, I'll play along with you. Yeah. I also don't play backgammon very much, but I have a lounge. So maybe you could teach me. Um, 
You were saying you enjoy bright cigars. Yeah, I enjoy bright, bright flavored cigar. cigars. Thank you, Dustin. Dustin is literally keeping track of where the show is so that it can stay on <laughs> trying the <rails>. to. <laughs> this is going to turn into uh, one of those trains that that big company owns, the derail. Oh, not mm. it's topical, but not very well delivered. All right, now we're going to get into some darker, stronger stuff because even this mm -hmm. time of year, like I'll get here, I get to the shop usually around you know six thirty, maybe closer to seven in the morning. Okay, Ugh. and uh, <laughs> and a lot of days I want to light up something really powerful right away. And if you're that type of guy too, then here is a cigar that I've been enjoying the hell out of. And that is the CAOBX3. Amen. Now, mm -hmm. we're talking about a cigar that's dark, bold, has some power to it, but doesn't have a lot of pepper and spice. A really, really good cigar that I've probably smoked through a half a box of them at this point. Just, I mean, chocolatey and good. And really, so, more of the like, more of the type of stuff that if you like CAO, I think this would be a really good cigar for you. It'd be mm -hmm. a great introductory cigar to CAO because it has that strength. It has darker flavor notes, that nice chocolatey sweetness, and not a lot of pepper and spice. And for a bold cigar, for me, that's great any day of the week. All right. And then another powerful one. And of course, it is Placencia. Hey. Placencia cigars in any occasion cigar could be your first cigar could be your last cigar before you retire from the police force or after uh no Placencia's almond del fuego is literally means uh soul of fire and it is a powerful cigar that does have a little bit of that you know spice or pepper kick to it on the retro hail but again Placencia does an outstanding job with these uh cigar that sits in like the mid like upper mid tier range above ten dollars but still not twenty dollars I cigar. like the rabbit's reaction he's like oh Ooh. Look what? at that. It's a placentia. Ooh, it's so placentia. Nice. Tim doesn't owe me any money anymore. <laughs> he gave me a placentia. And then, of course, the last one is what we're smoking tonight. That is Diesel's Fool's Errand Simple Fool. A cigar that I love to hate or hate to love. Take your pick. <laughs> That's what I'm smoking for this show. Okay. This is the the simple fool, and this makes me nuts. And if Justin Andrews from Diesel gets to see this, let me just address you directly, Justin. Oh, ooh. what the hell? Mm. <laughs> You're putting out these. So he, you started doing these cigars in series now. I get it, right? We did this with the Diesel. What was it? Sunday Stubborn gravy. Fool? Oh, Sunday gravy. The Sunday gravy. Yeah. They had four of those. And then there was the hair of the dog. And the crucible, and there was a whole, there was three of those, and they've started doing series of limited releases, which makes might even irritate me more. Here's the thing that I hate about this because I find a cigar like this where the flavor is vivid and robust and like deep and rich. And now when they're gone, they're gone. And I can't just go back and again. Again, the reason that I picked the Macanudo Inspirado Green over the Caldwell uh, Escape Plan. Because this cigar right here just absolutely slays. Can we put the picture back up of that so I can see it? Of course, yeah. This cigar absolutely it. slays. It's got really nice full-bodied flavor mm -hmm. with a little bit of pepper in it, but not so much that I think it would turn off even people who don't like pepper. It's nice and chocolatey, but it's got powerful leather and coffee notes that accompany that chocolatiness, which gives it this really nice smooth sweetness to it, but also a little bit of a rugged, rough frayed edges flavor that like I talk about this in review sometimes. It's a really, really nice complement to a good flavor profile. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can learn about all of these cigars on Cigars Daily Plus, where we're going to be headed for the after party in about two minutes here. Uh, use the super secret code Easter 20 that, we, you know, you can learn more about that through the end of the day tomorrow on Monday, the day after Easter. Okay. Spring into some good value. Spring oh. into some value. Hop into some value. Dear God. 
Okay. You guys sound like a bunch of Bud Light marketing people. <laughs> Jesse Brutcher says, how do you get used to a retro hail? Burns the hell out of my nose. So this is something that I hear from time to time people ask about. Yeah, the retro hail really burns. And my response to that is, you might be doing it wrong. Because when I retrohale with a cigar, and I'll show you this in just a second, it's literally the last little bit of smoke I'm pushing through the nostrils because it, it'll still burn the hell out of my nose if I do like a whole puff. But typically it goes something like this. Thank you guys for the dirty music. So I'll let smoke billow out of my mouth until I realize this, most of the smoke is left and then just blow the last little bit out of my nose. Because again, you, the goal is not to burn the hell out of your face. It's not a competition to see who can be the manliest man. Otherwise, we'd be all retrohaling all of every puff and just like, oh, yeah, that's a big retrohale right there, buddy. Drawing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would look like Pinocchio when he's on Pleasure Island. He's just like, and a yeah. big old huge retrohale. Which I would love to see someone retrohale an entire cigar in one puff. That would be beside insane. the point. You want to get the extra flavors out of the, the flavor receptors in your nose, which is hard to do when you're making this face and it burns really bad. Like, you know, you just pushed a peroxide or some milk through your nose. So I would say retrohale less or less quantity of that puff. I was uh, I was talking with Ryan about retrohaling and kind of explaining the concept, and I failed to acknowledge that it should just be the end of your draw mm. so ryan drew in his cigar retrohaled the entire draw out of his nose <laughs> started crying had to go to the bathroom and was hacking up a lung and i was like i kind of think that was my fault because i didn't explain it that well that's like i took a i taught a buddy how to shoot one time he had never shot a gun before so for the first first shot i brought i let it run one round into a nine millimeter and I gave it to him and let him shoot. And I didn't tell him to put his ear his earplugs in. And he just pulled the trigger. He's like, "Wow, that was loud!" And I was like, "Yeah, was <laughs> hey, what'd you say?" Hey, at least he wasn't trained by uh, Alec Baldwin. Hey -o. hey o, boys will be boys. We'll always get each other. Okay, so those are some of my top recommendations for this time of year. I want to hear from you guys now. Drop your comments down below. Well, actually, we only have time for one more comment before we go to the after party on Cigars Daily Plus. So get me a really good one. All right, this one right here is from, I did not go to Cigars Daily Plus tonight, so I need to go back here. This one's from Mr. Joshua. Tim, what's your favorite cut? V-cut, whole punch, or old school, straight cut? Uh, not asking crown cut, because nonsense. Because nonsense Cause does no one, no, no, no one. one. How are you getting nonsense out of Listen, that? Listen, dude, I told you, I'm doing this. I just got my eye surgery. One eye's better than the other, and also I don't know how to read. V-cuts are magic. Uh, of the darkest arts. Okay, we'll talk I about this for a second. That. Uh, when it comes to cuts, here's the deal. V-cut, straight cut, punch. Those are your three standards in the cigar industry. For myself, and I did it on this cigar, just in case I had time to smoke it, uh, I use my fingernail, which effectively gives a cigar a straight cut. In all of my reviews, I use a V-cut because I like the V-cut. I like the mouth feel. I like the way that it feels in my mouth. It's always uncomfortable to say uh, but <laughs> most cigars that I, that I cut, I cut with my fingernail. So I get a straight cut when I'm, if I'm going to really sit down to smoke a cigar and enjoy it, like, which sounds like I don't smoke cigars to enjoy them. I usually smoke cigars throughout the workday here. So I'm like working while I'm smoking, but if I'm going to smoke a cigar to enjoy it or to review it, I'll typically V cut it because then I'm cutting my preference, but I've got no problem with a, a whole punch. And by the way, the crown cut that again, that's just a novelty where you take a V cut, you cut it rotate it, cut it again. I'll do that once in a great while, but my preference is a V cut and I use a straight cut for the most part. 
All right. Uh, for tonight's show, we need to go over to the after party. This is on cigarsdailyplus.com, a place where we we created this website and we stream to our own, through our own servers there so that we know we've got a place to do this no matter what happens. If tomorrow, you know, the CEO of YouTube wakes up and smokes a cigar and says, I don't like this at all, ban all their content, which is how <laughs> I assume it works. Uh, then we still got a place where all of our content is available for free. You can get the best damn cigar content online for free with even more value than you can get on YouTube. A great example of that would be the after party. This show will continue on Cigars Daily Plus. That's also where you can go to use the super secret code. It's Easter 20. And you can learn about some of the cigars that I recommend for this time of year, for this season, and for the big day. So I hope that you guys will join us over there. Otherwise, stay tuned for another great episode of this show next week. Thank you guys so much for watching. See you on the after party. Bye-bye now. All right, and we're back. Thank you for snapping when you pointed at me. That made it really, that made it a lot easier. Uh, what did I say? I see two people who said that's what she said. <laughs> oh, uh, mouthfeel maybe. Mouthfeel. You just like uh, how it yeah, feels like in your mouth. It feels in my mouth. All right, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Grevelin says, trying to get to the comments. Grevelin says, "Hey Tim, I see Caldwell is gone from the humidor. I think I missed something. Uh, yeah, I discontinued Caldwell. So." That would be why. But why? Why did it discontinue Caldwell? That's what I get asked all the time in Country Thunder. Not Country Thunder and customer service. I got something on my mind here. Customer <laughs> Thunder? <laughs> customer Thunder. Uh, customer Thunder. Uh, so here's why we discontinued Caldwell. Because no one was buying it. That's what I say. So, so let's, let's, on brand. <laughs> let's start with this for the after party. By the way, guys, take an extra 20% off our, our prices on the seven cigars we recommended during this show, including Aguinorsa Rare Leaf Reserve, uh, the La Promesa, uh, the the Laranja Corona, the Manzanita, the BX3, the Alma del Fuego, Placencia. I mean Placencia, and mm -hmm. and the Diesel uh, Simple Fool. These are cigars, and by the way, the Diesel Simple Fool. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to discount that at all. So you should what? see deals on. Oh that. my god! Yeah, I'm breaking the rules pretty big here. But use that code. It works at the end of the day on Monday. It's just for you guys for here for us because I think this cigar is outstanding. If you like something with some power, yep. keep yep. posting your cigar comments and questions down below because we'll take those through the rest of the after party. Only difference is we just can't put them up on screen, but That's we'll exactly, still get to them. Exactly right. Okay. Uh, Edgar says, what is your favorite 30 ish minute smokes? I prefer Maduro's. I'm looking for something for the car rides to work. I've been smoking the last call Maduro's. That's one that's that comes my to go to. Mind. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. one that comes to mind because when I saw last call come out, I saw the Chiquita's size and the genital size. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I think it's, it's called Genialis. Genialis. Genitals is hilarious. But we, at the shop, we unanimously call it the genitals. We got 23 boxes of genitals here. Yep. Genitals Habano, genitals Maduro. Which is also a good cigar to smoke after you give it to the wife. Yep, last <laughs> hey, call, no more, baby. Last call, genitals. 
Uh, <laughs> Last uh, call that, on all genitals. That would be one that I would think of, you know, and you're like Maduro cigars. So let me just think really hard. I'll okay. also throw in the uh, gorditas. From you son of a Dumb bitch. Ah. You stole mine. <laughs> say it, say what it. about the quick draw broadleaf too? Do they have a they have a short a short form of that? Yeah, the quick draw, the Corona size from mm. Southern Draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was gonna say the the gordita. It's a little what is that? A four and a half. Mm-hmm. I can get through that in like forty five minutes at the most. So if I'm just babying it, but that's a good full body, just great experience. Um, Before they discontinued the uh, what was it? The Paquitas or the, yeah. the Jura State? That was yeah. Mm-hmm. Too. yeah, yeah. Ooh, the nasty Fritas. The Corona Pequena. So yeah, nasty Fritas, Papa's Fritas from Liga Pravada are both good. I hate mm-hmm. the nasty Fritas size; it drives me nuts. It's like a cartoon blunt. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but people love it. I mean, people love it. it's like a little triangle shaped size. Um, other short smokes that are a Maduro, yeah, the Gordita, the Dunbarton Gordita, Mikita, and the Tricky Traca. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has got that short size? There, the uh, Oliva. Siri O Maduro Robusto and Siri G Maduro Robusto are both mm-hmm. shorter smokes, four and like a four and a half inch. A Milanio number four because those are yeah. pretty those Milanio are pretty short. and Siri V number four both oh, come in the regular flathead spark plug. Spark plug flathead four, spark four, plug four, and yeah, the CAO Cameroon Perfecto, but it's not a Maduro. Hopefully, okay, okay. that those has are, pretty good flavors on it, so you might want to try that. Yeah, those are a few good recommendations. We we got to keep going. Okay, uh, let's see. Caldwell are good, Tim, but there's ones. Caldwell are good, Tim, but there's ones just as good. What does that mean? Detroit is smoking a cartoon blunt right now. Don't okay. stop <laughs> letting people not help. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Some of these comments is crazy. Caldwell are good, Tim, but there's ones just as good. Okay. Caldwell good. are good, but there are ones that are just as good. Uh, he'll repost it yeah. he's he's typing at home vigorously right now great sticks the b the x3 i heard was a turd tim oh he rhymed it's dr seuss <laughs> great sticks the x3 i'm assuming you're talking about the bx3 and if you heard that it was a turd i mean any you pick any cigar out there and you're gonna find someone that's gonna be like that's a fucking piece of shit yep and here's why because everybody's preferences are different. Yep. There are guys out there who would tell you that, that Fuente's Opus X is a shit cigar. Yeah. There are people who would tell you that Padrones are shit. I mean, you'll really find them. And, and there's not a ton of them out there. But uh, certainly, you'll find it for any cigar that's out there. The BX3, I'll tell you, I've had a few construction issues with it. Mm-hmm. But Nicaragua, as Steve Saka said last week on the show, Nicaragua's lost 20% of its population to America. They're trying to train new rollers. So I'm not expecting every cigar to have spectacular construction. It's going to come in waves, just like Saka said. It's going to get better over time as well. And uh, I would say with the BX3, I smoke a bunch of them. So if you watch my reviews and respect my palate, I would tell you, give it a spin. Give it a whirl. Also, another recommendation is I think CAO fucking kills it with their Maduro game. Yeah, oh, like sure. the OSA, it's what they do. Yeah, the 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 MX2, the BX3, just all their Maduros, fucking fire. The session yeah. bar, session bar. Yeah. Oh, that one kicks my ass. The session too, bar is is I, it's okay. I really liked it when it came out, but to me now it doesn't really hold up to what the flathead is and what I think you know what I really what I think the BX3 is. And I brought in the MX2 by the way just because of the BX3. Yeah, I literally got the BX3 and was like, well, I have to carry this MX2 thing because it's so good. Uh, MN Drummer says, how is the simple fool on nicotine strength? Um, I don't, 
Man, that's such a hard question for me because I don't feel like I'm the most qualified person to answer that. It's so rare that I get a cigar where I notice, even notice the nicotine strength. Yeah. Like this is the fourth cigar I've smoked today. And I didn't start smoking until two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> which, yeah. was, been which was like five hours ago. So I like I just smoke so much. It's very, very rare that I get that like nicotine. This one doesn't give me like a nicotine buzz, but it is a full flavored, full strength cigar. So I actually, I also had the cigar uh, Friday when I came, hung out with you guys, and I'd give it like a three out of 10 for nicotine strength. I didn't have anything in my stomach. I just had coffee, and it was a pretty, pretty solid smoke. What are you wearing? You uh, look like, looks like you got bukkake all over your shirt. Yeah, I was bukkake practice before <laughs> before the live today. <laughs> Wait, the Thank only other guys, guys in this room are Tim and I. Thank you guys very much for saving that one for the after party. There was a conversation before the show about whether or not we could say bukkake on YouTube and I didn't know. Well, I want to I want to I want to get B Detroit Love Cigars. I want to get his uh, comment. He says, "My apologies Tim, no disrespect. I am weekly on uh, I, I'm on weekly. Love your show. Respect you. Just to be clear, I, I love you too. And I don't feel disrespected we by you. you. We're just, we're just fucking around. What was the disrespect? I don't know. I must've seen butthurt by something, no. but every once in a while, someone like just backpedaling, like I've been butthurt by what they said. And uh, the only way to make me feel butthurt is when you come on the after party and call me out for using your intellectual property in a way that is disrespectful. Then I'm like, what, what did I do? I also have to make a correction to that because yeah, the shirt that you were wearing that did not have that name on it and just had the logo was not for made by yeah. Oh, the yeah. The wasn't it on the sleeve, shirt. though? No, it wasn't. I think on the back it said Dunbarton, but it was made by Mike Rimmer, not Eli Sarge Vidal. So I didn't give Mike Rimmer his credit. We did say it was Mike Rimmer. That I made. said Sarge, and then you said, yeah, Sarge. And then I got no and, way. And then I the back says something Mike about Rimmer. being a cigar whore or something like that as well. This, yeah. That's a different shirt. So oh, that's the a cigar di- whore mm. is like the hoodie that they sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve yeah, Saka yeah. was was mildly offended that I wore an unlicensed shirt in a video, <laughs> <laughs> which I which I truly thought like, hey, I didn't get Dunbarton in this video. I'm going to put this shirt on anyway. It doesn't matter. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see. What's your opinion on McAuliffe cigars? David says this. I feel like it's uh, sat severely underrated brand given. It's usually not mentioned with the likes of Oliva, Perdomo, Alec Bradley. Yeah, I think the guy in McAuliffe, I don't know if you bought the brand or whatever. He's like a billionaire. And so at this point, he's not getting the like the industry respect, I think, that they wants to get. And he did some stuff when the FDA was was trying to do substantial equivalents that everybody didn't like. But for the consumer, I think people like McAuliffe cigars. Yeah. Uh, I see a bunch of pretty women on Instagram smoke them all there the time. There you go. And they're definitely <laughs> not paid to do that. They just do that because they want to. Yeah, of course. Anytime a like 12 is smoking a cigar, it's just because she wants to. We all know that. I mean, I've got long hair. Maybe if I... If I go the Bud Light route, I can get people to pay me to smoke cigars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Country Thunder's coming up, bro. All right. Uh, if there's a fire at the Bud Light booth there, take a picture so we can put it on the show. <laughs> Jason says, Fool's Aaron was great tasting stick, but I got three out of a box. It will plug. Mm. Uh, a little gun shy about buying this year's April Fool's. I'll say this. I took a box when we got them because I, I bought a shit ton of them. And uh, I've smoked through half my box. And then I replaced half a box that I smoked in the humidor. <laughs> so I smoked a whole box. And you took I it had out of stock though. What? You took it out of no, stock? No, I replaced them. Okay. I smoked five from there and I put them, I put it back. Um, and I've had a couple of burn issues, and I think I had one that was plugged out of 10. 
And like the ratio of plug cigars for, for normal production stuff is a little higher right now. I think you see it a little bit more on average. I don't think you need to be gun shy about getting these, but if you get them from us, uh, then you can always call us back if you have an issue with them being plugged, you know, within the first, whatever, 30 days. How long do we honor plugged cigars? 30 days. Well, you can't know if, if how many cigars in the box are plugged within the first three days, right? Well, then don't go read our terms and conditions. Oh, okay. Is that not in the terms and conditions? Five days. You got five days. Cinco. Five days. You have five days to smoke all 10 cigars. <laughs> and if they're plugged, That's... we might think about helping you. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Tim, the best comment with Steve Saka was stop getting skinny. <laughs> I am looking bigger every time. That was actually true. Yeah. That was the first thing he said to me when he saw me. I came out to like let him in the building and he was like, you son of a skinny it, son of a bitch. It looked like he ate old you. Mm-hmm. Yep. As he was sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> still, they're bo- he's just still the same size. <laughs> Steve Saka always gets out in front of it because it, he's so valuable to the cigar industry that everybody's like, hey, man, take care of yourself. But he's always like, hey, I'm a fat shit. I'm like, all right, well, what can you say about that? Kind of out in front of it. Uh, okay. And and I got to say for Steve Saka, I don't know how any, I don't know how, I don't know how everybody in the cigar industry that does what he does isn't Steve Saka because authentically, like for me, this is easy. I'm here at the shop all day long. My house is, is relatively close to the shop. And so for me, like controlling my diet is incredibly simple and I only eat a few things. So it makes it very easy, but tuna, tuna, cheese, yep, chicken. Yep. Pussy. See, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say kid, I mean, Skittle C four, but he's not wrong. But, uh, cottage cheese was the other one. Cottage cheese. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> and cauliflower pizza. And cauliflower pizza. I eat all of those things. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Terrence, we have a few comments about the signal being crap and people still not getting login emails. That'll yeah, I thought we were soon, fixing right? that this week. My developer's on that. I'll, yeah. I'll be reconnecting with him this week. Well, I was really hoping... Okay, P. Stanley says, I was really hoping Steve was going to give you shit after my uh, Ash question last week. Uh, I know, he did that. Uh, yeah. And then he starts talking about the Ash. Yep. And I was really hoping that I could butter him up for some like serious long Ash talk, you know? Long Ash talk. Long Ash talk, but no. He like took the Ash thing seriously after calming me down about it. It was good. No, Steve Saka, I mean, authentically, you know, I was thinking about this last week. He called me down in in the after party and he really and legitimately just gave some serious nuggets, like some great, like in-depth stuff on the after party. If you haven't watched the after party from last week's show, please check it out because he, he really gave some really great in-depth stuff, stuff mm-hmm. I didn't even know about cigars. And I was editing the video that I put up this week where we talked about cigar trends and keep keep posting your guys' comments. We're gonna we're gonna keep getting to those. But I was editing this video of Steve and I talking about cigar trends. And we did another video that I'm going to release later about the Stillwell Star. And he was talking about the Stillwell Star and aromatic tobacco, and he couldn't remember the word Cavendishing table. And he and he got he got a brain fart. And I said, Don't worry, I'll edit it and make you look good. And he was like, Don't do that. Don't make me look good. He's like, dude, everybody is too fucking insecure about not looking like they know what they're talking about on the internet and end up spewing bullshit. And he made a really good point. And then on the after party, he did he really made that good point. And everything he brought up were were outstanding points. So you should definitely go watch last week's episode. Man, last week's episode was a masterclass. A masterclass in cigars. Yes. All right. Dustin's gonna go ahead and read some more comments to us. He's he's staying. I was up. trying to figure out where you were getting yours from, and I thought to myself, maybe you don't see the same screen that I see. <laughs> but uh Kenny Kenny D mm. says, new to cigars, only smoking one to two cigars a week. 
How long until I can start to develop my palate? Right now. In fact, for the low <laughs> cost of $19.99. I'm just kidding. Um, how long can I? Uh, I feel like it varies me. person to person. Yeah. The, yeah. It's yeah. It's less about how long you've been smoking. It's less about how often you smoke. And it's more about what you do when you smoke. I was talking about this with an Oliva Nick this week, and we actually made a video on this. It'll be coming out later because I'm I'm going to announce this at some point. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited to this. This is not an announcement, but you're the first to know. Wait, We're, you're doing it right now. I'm going to I'm going to say something, but okay. I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to give everyone a full a full uh, nip slip. I'm just going <laughs> to. It's not going to be a up the skirt thing. It's going to be a nip. Slip. It's not going to be Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we are working on an exclusive with Oliva Cigars. Ooh. So we've been working on this for a while, and now we're to the point where samples are being smoked. So we're relatively close. This is a this year project. Um, <clears throat> so I get all these samples, and Nick comes over, and we're sitting smoking them together. And we actually made a video while we were smoking these cigars. But one thing, and this is specifically about Kenny D's comment, one of the things that Nick and I both noted was how incredibly different a cigar was when we were smoking the cigar purely to judge it, purely to pick a new cigar. Because in order to do that, we had to get rid of all other distractions. We both put our phones on silent or whatever. I, was, I wasn't available for emails. I wasn't available for people to come in and like say, hey, Tim, I want to meet you. Like we literally came in here. We just smoked together and all we were doing was smoking. We weren't chit-chatting or bullshitting or talking, complaining about our families or anything like that. We were just sitting there hanging out just, just about the cigar. And it really changes the experience when you do that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that's lost. I and mean, even when we're doing a show like this, I love the hell out of this diesel fool's Aaron. It's a great cigar, but at the same time, I wouldn't get, I would get a lot more out of it if I was just sitting only smoking the cigar. That's why one of my favorite times to smoke is at home after work. Mm -hmm. I'll smoke five, six cigars a day and then go home and like, put a fire on in the backyard and smoke a cigar there. And I always get way more out of the cigars. What I'll tell you is Kenny, as you're new to cigars and you're working to develop your palate, like as you smoke, just doing the smoking, don't, don't scroll social media, at least for a little while, light it up. And for maybe the first two or three inches of the cigar, just take in the cigar, just take in what it is. Just let your awareness be on the cigar alone. And if you can do that, your palate's going to develop faster because literally you're training your brain to mm -hmm. get, pick up and sense flavors. Mm -hmm. The other thing you can do is get a, a cigar review journal. We, we carry one here at the shop. I, I wrote a cigar review journal because it was such a valuable tool for me developing my own palate. And it's got a criteria where you'll judge every cigar and assigning points to it and thinking to yourself, like, what am I getting out of the cigar? Will again, help train your mind and train your palate to work together to pick up what the cigar has to offer. So smoke two cigars a week, start today going forward, give yourself a little bit of uninterrupted time to just see what the cigar has to offer to you. You may not get any flavor notes now, but soon or one day you're going to pick up a cigar and light it up and be like, oh my God, this is like very chocolatey mm -hmm. or wow, this cigar has got cedar in it. And probably the first note you'll pick up will be like one of those, you know, core notes that you hear everybody talk about a chocolate, it's cedar, it's almonds, it's earthy, it's, you know, grass coffee. and hay. Yeah. Coffee, something like that. One of the main notes. And, you, and then from there, you're just going to keep getting more and more. So, right. so what you're saying is. Basically, if you can handle the first two to three inches, you can handle the whole thing. That's yes, that's that's there we go. That's what I'm saying. There we go. <laughs> Kevin right. Grooks. 
says, do you have any tips for smoking two cigars at once? Yes. My number one tip is do that. If you can do that, do it. <laughs> I think they don't do that. Is, if you can afford to do it, do it for sure. This is one of my favorite things in cigars is tasting the flavor notes that come up when you smoke two cigars side by side. It's a, it's a, identical to pairing with a drink. It's the same concept. Mm. You're taking two different flavor profiles. You're putting them next to each other, and then you can compare and contrast. The cigar on its own, the drink on its own, it's going to taste just like the cigar on its own, a drink on its own. But like I've lit up two cigars side by side that I'm like, wow, this, this one cigar is like all of a sudden less chocolatey and more like vanilla. Like, wow, I never got a vanilla note out of this cigar, but when I smoke it next to something else, I really do get that. And so, you know, pick two cigars that, Maybe don't do like a Connecticut and like a double broadleaf, like Alec Bradley double broadleaf. Maybe pick two cigars that can sort of hang out with each other. Like uh, if you want to mix up wrapper leaves, a Sumatra and a Corojo or a Connecticut and a, and a Cameroon or a Mexican San Andreas and a broadleaf. Pick two flavor or wrappers that are similar to each other or, and I love doing this, two cigars from the same line, like the uh, Espinosa Laraña Azulejo and the Espinosa Laraña Escuro. Both stronger cigars that are very different from each other. So this is a few recommendations there. Dustin, next comment. So Kenny said, thank you for all the information. Wow. And then uh, Daniel said, I really like the Nica Rustica. Any suggestions on similar cigars? The Nica Rustica or the Adobe? I think just the regular Broadleaf. Damn, dude, that's hard. It's hard to make recommendations off that. It's if so you're budget being, friendly. If you're being price conscious, yeah. yeah, because it's so budget friendly. I would say the Umbagog dollars more but same ballpark yeah same ballpark you know yeah i thought terrence is right quick draw broadly but it's not it's that corona size so it's not really going to hit the same yeah no I, I but i think both of those are great recommendations for that you know it, it won't hit the same but uh in the 300 hands maduro 300 hands, yes yeah. uh, also oh, the alec bradley double broadleaf just maybe which comes in at the nine or ten dollar price but yeah i mean certainly if we're just going off like it's a broadleaf cigar it's a Good broadleaf cigar. If you're willing to spend nine, ten, twelve dollars on a stick, woo, then my recommendations get crazy. Well, lot 23, Maduro. Lot 23. Oh, you know what else? Foundation Charter Oak Broadleaf. There it is. Ooh, Boom. Yep. Yep. yep <laughs> All right. Yep. Let's get another comment. Uh Tim, when can I get the red meat lovers? And if you ever vanish, I'm going after Steve. LOL, because he got too hungry joking. So are we ever <laughs> gonna sell the red meat lovers? Hell yeah. So a uh, I well, I don't know. I I can talk about this. Yeah, uh, Saka so. said he was talking week. about it. Yeah. He said he was going to distribute it last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, Red Meat Lovers Club is going to become a part of Dunbarton's catalog, and of course, I'm going to carry it. I love that cigar. So the idea is there was this group of guys that had this club called the Red Meat Lovers Club. They made this cigar with Steve Saka for their club, and it's done well without any national distribution. They've mm -hmm. been making it for I don't know five or six years now, every year. That long. And now it's going to become a full national distribution, regular production cigar. And dear God, yes. I mean, absolutely. Like I'll literally discontinue something else to carry that because I like it. Dalton added, added a good recommendation for uh, the broadleaf cigar. Yeah, the broadleaf. <laughs> uh, the, the Maduro knuckle buster. Ooh, yes. Hell yeah. I forgot about that one. Right and you know what? Range. With that broadleaf, it, and, and that comes with, in my opinion, a comparable level of complexity mm -hmm. to the uh, to the Nico Ristica. Uh Jacob Garner says, I really enjoy darker cigars, but recently trying different wrappers. Really wanting to try a Candela wrapper. Any recommendations? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you like darker cigars, I would do the Wasabi. 
that's what I was going to say too. But it's not like a great, like, here's what Candela's like cigar. Um, you know, the only other, the hard thing is there's just not a ton of Candela's out there right now. There are a few. Uh, but uh, the Oscar Valderas 2012 Barber Pole. It's mm. got Dark Habano in it, uh, similar to the uh, Filthy Hooligan. But still, I mean, still has all the Candela-ness about it and mm -hmm. everything you'd want from a great, great medium strength cigar. Do you have any more of the black market can uh, barber poles from uh, Alec Bradley? The uh, With the Filthy Hooligan or the Shamrock? The Filthy Hooligan, yeah. Yeah, I got some Filthy Hooligans left. Yeah, I would also recommend that because it has really great chocolatey dark notes that you would get from a normal black market. But then that Candela adds a little bit more uh, hay and grass and more, more earthy notes to it that it really adds really well to it. Yes. Okay. Um, I want to get a few more comments, but I do want to tell you guys, make sure that you get yourself some great Easter springtime cigars. Use the code Easter 20, get yourself some of the stuff that we recommended tonight. If you're, especially if you're getting, you're new into cigars, you're trying some new stuff, take an extra 20% off our prices and fill your humidor with some, a variety of stuff to try. There's everything in that selection from very mild, like the, uh, very mild, bright, vibrant flavor like the Larania Reserva, all the way to straight up bold like the Diesel uh, Simple Fool. Mm -hmm. um, okay, get the next one. Not really a question, more of an observation, but this goes on and he says, am I the only one who thinks a trans advertising for Bud Light is legit? I mean, it's a man who thinks he's a woman advertising for piss water that thinks it's a legit beer. That was the uh, Babylon Bees Ooh. headline. Was it? <laughs> Beverage pretending to be beer sponsored by man pretending to be woman. I mean, I, I, I don't I, oh, go ahead, Tim. I don't want to overlook the fact that there are people maybe watching this who are sympathetic to trans to like the, the trans movement like, like i think that life. i think the consensus yeah. in the room is we have no problem with trans yeah. people but we're also equal opportunity hecklers so we should <laughs> pick on everybody we uh, hate everybody equally right yeah right. yeah so i would say I, when i saw that that babylon b headline i laughed pretty hard i was like that's a that's a that's a pretty well thought out and uh, also anheuser-busch has a bunch of seltzer companies you know so like they're going to promote to women and the, the the other different marginalized groups that drink seltzers so they're like you know what let's just throw the rainbow on the beer can yeah yeah and you know just hopefully get a bigger market with said said group well he he drinks out of cans that have rainbows on them too yeah, yeah the skittles C4. flavor it's the only <laughs> yeah, way i get yeah. to taste what skittles taste like damn it so taste next is gonna be skittles bud light oh <laughs> skittles bud light please sponsor I think us would drink bud light then i might <laughs> Who knows? Uh, MN Drummer asks, is the Swamp Thing considered a Candela? Yes. The Swamp yes. Thing is considered discontinued. I was just going to say, gone. <laughs> Drew Estate discontinued it last year. So if you can find some and you like it, buy that cigar and put them in your humidor. But yes, I mean, the, the thing is, it's got, I, I believe it has that Kentucky Fire Cured Leaf in the filler. So it's definitely, it is a Candela cigar, but again, not typical. It's not like I would hand it to you and say, this is what Candela tastes like. Because it'll have that sort of hickory or campfirey taste that comes with fire cured tobacco. So mm -hmm. it's a, a really good cigar. Uh, Chris asks, what's your favorite go-to everyday cigar? And it's a sort of an ambiguous question. So leaving price and sort of flavor preference out of it, what would you go with? I, I, I have a list of what I call go back to cigars. The first cigar I've ever gotten behind to say like this cigar is my, I would recommend this to anyone and everyone. Try this cigar is the Illusion, Illusione Singulare Origin. I have some of them right now, but not enough to do the review. Like legitimately, I've, I've probably gone through 
a hundred or 150 boxes of those so far, oh, yeah. not yeah. personally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here at the shop. And then I tried to go order several hundred more boxes and they're like, we just don't have the stock yet. So I'm, I'm going to review that cigar. It's part of the review sample right now. I can't review it until I have some on the shelf because again, our goal is to provide you with the best damn cigar content online for free in exchange for the simple opportunity to offer you the best deal we can on cigars. That's the elevator pitch of cigars daily. So I like to try to review stuff when I can also sell it. That, that's like, that's the vision. But so they're basically like, stop talking about the cigar. We're out. Yeah, we're out of it. You can't get it for 10 more days till the container comes in. Then we got to fill TAA orders. Uh, Jason asks, Tim, do you have any interest in carrying Esteban Carrera cigars? I love the Chupacabra 10 years. Do not. Do not. Uh, that, in fact, it's a cigar, the brand that we used to carry. In fact, we carried Esteban Carreras in year one of Cigars Daily and mm -hmm. discontinued Esteban Carreras. At this point, we're still not bringing in brands we've discontinued. You know, the goal is to work with everyone in the cigar industry and see what the cigars daily nation likes and wants the most. And so as we bring in brands, they have to hit a metrics of criteria to stay on the shelves here. And if they get discontinued, they're not allowed to come back in until we've sort of gone through the industry and worked with everyone that we really want to work with. And we're still, we've still got some big ticket cigars to bring in and check out and, and consider before we bring something back to the shelves. Like a perfect example would be, we just brought in Ashton. La Aroma de Cuba and San Cristobal in the last month or two. Mm -hmm. And so like, we're still kind of like working our catalog into what we really want. And, the, and there's brands like Esteban Cruz has been around for a long time. And I think the, the cigars are good. Like when the Chupacabra was out mm -hmm. and the Brownstone, man, I love those cigars. My last year at TNT, I think I said that Mr. Brownstone was my number one favorite cigar that year. Uh, but but even now, like I'm always trying to get it the cutting edge of what everybody's looking for. Cause there will always be for any brand out there, there'll be somebody that comments and says, have you thought about carrying this? Cause it's really good. And they're not wrong. Like a cigar has to be really good to be out, especially for as long as Esteban Curry's has been around. They've been around for like whatever, 20 years or some magic like that. So uh, it's not, it's, it's not a no. It's just a not right now. All right. One more comment. So last one we got time for tonight. Uh, Scott Beckley asks, uh, any other My Father's Cigars you recommend? I had the Judge and the La Permesa over the weekend. And I would say all of them, but yeah, I'll default to you. <laughs> all of them. Uh, I want to I hear from Terrence, too. And whenever I think of My Father, I instantly go to Le Beijou 1922. My man. That is, oh, that is a stellar stick right there. I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't go to the 1922. La Although, Valencia? I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, uh, Bijou is a great cigar, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I found myself loving Apulencia, La Apulencia mm -hmm. and, and to a little bit lesser of a degree, but nearly as much La Gran Oferta. Ooh, so in yeah. the last five years, the big releases from my father have been La Promesa with that Habano Rosado wrapper, which is, which is part of tonight's special, by the way, use the super secret code, give yourself 20% off, get some cigars. Um, La Granoferta, so La Promesa, La Granoferta, and La Apolencia. And all three of those cigars just continue a, a massive and growing legacy from my father and, and the Pepins. So I think he just used a hard R. Is it La Gran Aferta or La Gran Aferta? Aferta. 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 What did you, how did you say it? Alfuerta. Alfuerta. Like Puerto Rico, not Puerto La Rico. Gran, it's not La Gran Aferta. La Gran Oferta. It's, it's not, it's it's not like Alberta. Oferta. 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 La Gran Oferta. Oferta. 
Afuerta. La Gran Oferta. I thought it's La Gran Oferta. Hey Siri, call Brian Johnson and put it on. The <laughs> <laughs> I want to call my my father rapping. We're doing this live. Oh man! If he answers, if he answers, it is. It is. Well, in Arizona, seven twenty on Easter Sunday. Let me see. It's seven twenty on Easter Sunday. If he picks up, he gets mad respect for working on a Sunday night on Easter. He sees you. If he sends my call to voicemail, I'll have no no sadness or no anger for him. And is ringing. It's ringing. The suspense is quietly building. In Tyler the E says, "Hey Tim, any any new projects on American Viking?" That's the one I was. Are you there? Pull. Hey, are you there? I can't hear any. It's like he answered, but I can't hear anything. Are you connected to any other devices? I don't think so. No, I must have hung up. Maybe it was on his Bluetooth or my Bluetooth. My truck's he was like, on, why so. are you calling me on Sunday? Why are you calling me on Easter Sunday? He'll call me back. if <laughs> We'll figure out. We'll, He'll call we'll, me back. We'll spark Oferta or Oferta? The debate continues. It's Oferta. Oferta? Not Alforta. Alforta. It's an O-F-E-R-T-A. I'm certain I'm right about this so much that I'd be willing to stake my reputation. La Gran Oferta. Yeah, Alfred. 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 Boys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, last comment. And again, I called a white guy to ask me how to how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's not the strongest argument I've ever made in my life. Okay. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. This was a great show, and we had a great time with you guys on Easter. We're gonna get out of here a little bit early and let these guys get back to their families. And stay tuned again for another great episode next week. And make sure you use Easter twenty down below to hook yourself up with some great cigars. Thank you guys for watching. This is Tim and the whole crew signing off for Cigars Daily. See you all next Sunday. Live your fucking life.